Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Don't you do it? A slightly less violent intro this time. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Keeping Up with the Cardassians. My name is Nick. This is Rob. This is Joe, the only adult in the room. And uh, you're lucky because previously we had started recording and Rob shot me in the knee with a Nerf gun. And just then my mic stopped working. (laughs) So we had to stop and restart. But he's still holding the Nerf gun in a very foreboding way, so I don't know what's going to happen. But yes, welcome to Keeping Up with the Cardassians. We are a podcast that focuses on pop culture stuff. We love pop culture. We love movies. We love TV shows. We love music. We love comics. We love games. We love toys. Specifically Nerf toys. Nerf. And we love all those things. Do we specialize in Star Trek? We absolutely specialize in Star Trek, but we love all those things. Um, and uh, today is a fun episode because we just finished Battlestar Galactica. We've Thank we we we, we, gods. we finished the series, and I'm fracking depressed. Now we finished the series, so today what we're going to do is we're going to kind of give a wrap up on the series. Uh, but today's a potpourri episode. Today's like we're just going to catch up on pop culture stuff um, because we want to fill you in. Uh, you know, on there's a lot going on in the news recently. I mean, we had the writer strike or the writer strike and the actor strike ending. We have. Um, a, a whole bunch of news related to uh, filming of movies and all. You know, so we're going to talk about all that stuff. Um, but we also want to fill you in on our upcoming schedule because, you know, we're heading into the holiday season and we got to keep our Cardassians happy, um, especially because Aren't we, we ha- the Cardassians. I, I think that we talked about this last. We, time, we yeah, did we? talk about it, but they're well, I mean, I can't call them our peepees because they're not all of our Patreons. They're not but our Patreon people. if they people. went to Patreon, patreon.com slash keeping up with the Cardassians, and signed up, they could be. You know, you should oh, all we sign- should tell them about what we're doing with the peepees. So our peepees, okay, our peepees are our Patreon people, just for the record. Our peepees, okay? Um, and we are going to have a day where we have a live recording uh, for Patreon where they're invited to come on Zoom and we'll be on Zoom and we're just going to talk and shoot the breeze and we're going to have a few drinks here and there 
Uh, like a holiday party. We're like a work holiday, a holiday party. party. It's going to be a lot of fun. HR will not be involved. So originally we were going to have it not. on the 15th of December, but uh, Joe um, is going to be late for that. He'll be a day late. Um, Joe likes to be and late a dollar for things. Short. And a dollar short. Oh, well, Who Mr. was 10 minutes late today? Yeah, I know. I was one minute early today, actually. I know you were. I'm uh, always early. So we're going to actually do it oh. on Saturday the 16th. So <laughs> sign up for Patreon. We have two tiers. We have a $2 tier and a $5 tier. We want you to sign up Is for that those. Accurate? It's technically yeah. accurate. I still can't get our three guys off of the $10 tier. They refuse to leave our $10 tier. Okay. Um, but that's okay. I mean, if they want to keep giving us $10, and even that's though fine. I said, hey, we're getting rid of that tier... I can't, whatever, fine, more power to them. Is it true that we love them more because they're at the $10 tier? Absolutely. They're yeah. our favorite I, children. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so it's only a 2 and a $5 tier. So hop on that train because you can get access to some stuff. We tend to make, we make music videos, we make TV shows, we're getting ready to make a, 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 an infomercial, if you will. Pretty so, much. Yeah. So, yeah. So sign up for this. We'd love to have you. Two and five dollar tiers. Here's the great thing. Um, we're getting ready to release a new shirt design. Um, and if you sign up, I'll get you a shirt. Even if you're the two dollar tier, I'll get you a shirt. I'm willing to take the hit. So. It actually comes right off his back, too. It does. It's like OnlyFans-ish. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Um, and actually, what I do is I pre-wear the shirt and I exercise in it. And then I <laughs> ship it to you before I wash it. So... <laughs> yeah, it's nice. And I seal it in a in a bag so it locks so, in the odor. This is specifically for the two dollar tier because they're on the two dollar tier. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't you can't have a perfectly clean shirt. That's only for the five dollar tier. <laughs> God. Well, the five dollar tier is the shirt we've all three worn yes. at one point. So like, no, that like should be the Joe wears tier. That's, that's oh yeah, a spe- that's a, a special. Joe wears it, exercise. Then Rob wears it, and then I wear it. Um, and the the best part is the shirt's an extra small. So by the time <laughs> I get to it, it's 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 a crop top, um, and it's just yellow from all the 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 body odor and sweat. So, anyways, I know we sold it well. Hell of a commercial. Yes, hell sold of it well. A commercial. So two and five dollar tier. So that's our best Patreon commercial. Si- sign to, to sign up for. We'd love to have you you all join it, especially because um, I wanted something amazing happened. Are you ready for something amazing? Let's, sure. Let's make sure there's the good. Uh, we had our best month ever last month. October was our best month ever in the history of keeping up with the Cardassians in terms of listenership. Big fracking deal. No, it is a big fracking deal, <laughs> Saltai. It is a big fracking deal. We, there we go. There it is. We had seven listeners last month. Yes. Seven yeah. listeners. No, 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 no. So we're doing. We're obviously we're getting somewhere here with this podcast. That's three three years going, and we're still growing, and it's really exciting to hear. Did you so, just make that up? Three three years going, and we're still growing. What are you a vitamin commercial? Ten million strong <laughs> and growing. Yeah, exactly. I like that you both knew exactly what I was. Uh, referencing. Of course, you do. Same page, but okay. So that's our first thing that I wanted to tell you about. Second of all, um, there's going to be some days where we're not going to be recording. Um, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up. We're not going to release a Thanksgiving episode on the twenty fifth. You know, we're not going to do it. We refuse. We're we're not paid enough. Okay, <laughs> we're not paid enough. So we're going to take the 25th or 27th off of November. These are our gifts to you. We we listen to our we really do listen when you give us feedback. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you the don't feedback want us was to rec- what the fuck are you guys still doing <laughs> stop, here? Stop recording. And then we're also not going to have an episode on December 
25th. Yeah, doubling down on the gifts. Yeah, exactly. So Monday, December 25th, we won't release a new episode there. But then we'll be back in the new year with new episodes. And here's the greatest part. Our next-gen start date. We have an official next-gen start date. Can I get a, a wind-up, please? Oh, that's not a wind-up. Okay. That's that's okay. That's okay. Play us in! The reveal date for next-gen is Monday, January 8th. Star Trek The Next Generation. We will review the pilot of Star Trek Next Generation. Encounter at far points. And go through all seven seasons. Now, should we just start off our initial one with just the pilot? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So January 8th will be the pilot of Star Trek The Next Generation. Encounter at far point. And then we're going to go from there. When do I get to pick a show to watch? Next. What one do you want to watch? I don't know. You got to pick one. The next next generation. I kind of like the idea that we watch a show, we watch a Star Trek show, then we have like a like a a break with Star Trek and watch a different show, and then go back into Star Trek. Have you guys watched Firefly? I've uh, never seen. I've it. seen. I've seen a couple episodes, and I've seen the movie, it and I like highly recommend. And it's only like ten episodes. It's yeah, only it's one short. season. So let's do that after the next generation. Firefly. Yeah, that's what I picked. Fine. <laughs> I that, was I was throwing it out there. No, it's fine, guys. You guys go ahead and make decisions without me. It's fine. <laughs> I'm adjusting. Very fine. Do you want to watch Lost? No. Please. That's too soon. That's no, too it's soon. too soon. That hurts. Do you want to watch? No. Seinfeld? Too soon. Okay. Do you want to watch? You know what? Okay. So here's a, okay. This is slightly off topic, but somehow three years before we get there, but okay. somehow I got wrapped down the rabbit hole of Seinfeld and Michael Richards and mm-hmm. his whole apology for the, what he did. Ugh. And, I had totally forgot, like, Jerry Seinfeld was on David Letterman, and then they piped in Michael Richards from afar, right? It was David Letterman? Yeah. And in his apology, he referred... That whole that whole thing was very awkward. It was very awkward. He's like, Af- he referred to, to black people as Afro-Americans uh-huh. the whole time, Afro-American. It was just super weird and uncomfortable. Um, and I hadn't seen... I remember... When it initially happened, I watched the video, um, but I hadn't seen it since, and I went and rewatched it, and I'm like, yeesh, this dude, this was super problematic. Like, you cannot claim that was humor at all. You cannot claim that was part of the act, because he did initially, right? He did. He claimed it. He got wrapped up in the act, and mm-hmm. he was just leaning into, like, being angry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super problematic. As a, I, I've, I've been angry. Yeah. Time or two in my day, never, never, never outburst like that. Never hurled it out in the middle of a crowded theater as people were leaving, and he continues. I'd never hur- I've never hurled it out in the middle of an empty theater. I've never hurled it out. Period. I don't even think I've ever said the word, to be honest with you. No. At least if you did, you wouldn't admit it on the air, would you? <laughs> How are you supposed to answer that question and not be like, found guilty immediately? Nope. No. Never. No. That doesn't sound... I've never said it, right? Wink. Yeah. Are you huh? going to the dry cleaner afterwards to pick up your white robes? I am. Because I'm clergy and I have white robes. Get it? Not- yeah, that wasn't funny. It's uncomfortable. Too soon. Can you write down Nick is racist and sexist? Yeah. Someone said oh, that. Where's the Nick hates? Nick hates fun. Nick hates fun. Uh, right? Nick hates. Uh, yeah, you have it in your book. Okay. Yep. Nick. Uh, let me just write it down. Nick hates minorities. <laughs> 
<laughs> got it. All right. Got it. Nailed it. Which is super ironic considering his week. What does that even mean? I know what it means. Yeah. I'm just joking yeah. with yeah. you. Well, Patreons for that, but it's just joking. Patreons for that, you can find out more about Nick's life, personal home life. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be awesome. We'd love to have you. Uh, <laughs> okay. Jesus. We're selling this Patreon thing. Yeah. Honestly, I, though, nobody does more with Patreon as being less of a podcast. Like, there's there's no podcast that has a list. I mean, we have a fair listenership, I yeah, think. Yeah. Uh, but nobody does more ridiculous shit on Patreon. We really do. Yeah. And for for, for the, the, the couple subscribers we have, which and we love. Not, in the grand scheme of things, we aren't. Like a major label podcast. God no, we we do okay for ourselves. We do really okay for uh, ourselves, and we, we have good production quality. And over on Patreon, we have that. Over on Patreon, we act like we are a major. Yes, we, we do. do. Uh, podcast. The, the 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 fun thing about Patreon, going back to that, is we're not releasing an episode every single week like a Patreon exclusive because we try to focus more. Oh, I was going to say on quality over quantity, but that would be a lie too. Yeah, Patreons are. Ah, yes, but, the irony of you saying quality over quantity through a burp. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did we pick that up on air? I yes. believe we did. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry. I, I mean, it wasn't it was a, a belch. It, it, was, was like it was more of an air bubble. It was kind of a hiccup. Yeah, it was, it was more a of an air bubble. But the irony is not lost on me. No, it's not lost. Um, so, <laughs> anyways, we release episodes every other week, but sometimes we really put our focus on creating our videos or our music videos and, and, and TV show stuff and all that. So... Or our movie trailer previews. Um, so that takes up a lot of our time. So we do release Top Pod. Okay. Come on, bro. Sorry. Come on. Come on, bro. Get with it. Well, Actually, we do, we do have grander projects. That's where. That's really where we put our grander projects. Yeah, that's where we put our fun stuff in there. So we'd love to have you. Again, two, five, yeah. two tier $5. And you get to be called a pee-pee by me. <laughs> If you have ever wanted to see the three of us riding motorcycles shirtless <laughs> and me on the back hugging Rob, that's the place to go. I mean, if if that's your thing, if that's if you're listening to this show and that pops into your head, you're what? like, I where can I get Rob and Joe on a motorcycle shirtless? Patreon, patreon.com slash keeping up with the Cardassians. It's there. It's yeah. it's that's one of my favorite memories because the looks we got from my neighbors. Oh yeah, we we absolutely rode through the neighborhood. The looks I got from my wife actually were not were not encouraging looks. It was fantastic. Um, I still have not made it back into the bedroom, so I'm still on the couch at this point. That was what years are you ago. talking about? When we made that, all three of us were married. Yeah, that's true. So, that's true. It's worth current- Yeah, that's true. Gosh. To be fair, I'm sure. Eight, I'm sure your your ex wife never watched anything we ever put out. Uh, no, probably not. Yeah, probably not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You're on the show. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Well, if I was married to you, I absolutely would yeah. not. <laughs> Can we move on in the actual news? Yes. What do we want to start with? This is what well, happens when we have no show to review. <laughs> I got show prep. Nobody else ever does. I have uh, False. I have show prep. I have stuff ready to roll. Uh, well, we got to start off with the actor strike, right? Do it's we? It's over. It's over. Yay. You know what I really appreciate about that actor strike? So I've been following a bunch of Twitter actors who are really active in the strike. Are they just acting on Twitter? No. Twitter actors. Oh, Twitter. Twitter. Actors who are active on Twitter. There we go. You mean X? Whatever. (laughs) Uh, And uh, Mary McDonald's super active on there. 
President mm-hmm. Roslin. And, here in Detroit right now. Yep, here in, in Detroit right now. And so is Jerry Ryan, seven of nine. And apparently they're really good friends. Really? Jerry, yeah. Yeah. Jerry Ryan and Mary McDonald. And Jerry Ryan was like huge. I've already, I've already reached out to President Roslin. Uh, Jerry Ryan is absolutely huge on the picket line. Like she was a big vocal uh, proponent yeah. uh, uh, for for the strike. So um, I've been following them a lot because of that. And uh, so thank you, actors, for doing such a great job, actors and actresses, on getting that strike to end. Hopefully, you get some royalties that you deserve. Hopefully, they don't AI doesn't take over the world and they don't chat GPT you. Uh, they will. They will. They still will. It's coming. There's a loophole somewhere in there. You know, they'll find. We're a way. just. They're just staving it off until they're. Really, they're just staving off the inevitable yeah. until they're unable to work. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're it, right. I mean, have you le- taking AI and sort of this isn't exactly acting and 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 movies, but have you listened to the new Beatles song now and then? I did not listen to it yet. Uh, I was there's, kinda, there's a there's a video for I appreciate it as well. you not asking me because you know better. Yeah. Thank I, you. I didn't listen to it yet because I was I'm, I'm worried. But it is AI. It is AI heavy. Is it? AI, I was going to ask you so AI I, heavy I, in that they didn't AI. So they took. So there's a cassette tape from Lennon that they they unearthed in like the 80s or 90s or uh-huh. whatever, and that's where Real Love and Free as a Bird from the anthology yes. came from. Yeah. But they didn't have the technology to really clean up the tape. Ah, uh, okay. So now, thanks to AI and and mostly Peter Jackson, what he did with the with Get Back, yeah. the documentary, being able to extract audio and uh-huh. extract something from without having like a multi-channel thing, with right. something's in the same channel yeah. or the same, you know. Use AI to clean that up, and they were able to use AI to clean up John's voice for that song. So, in, in a way, it's not actually even his. So voice. They didn't, it yeah. is, but it is. It is his. It is yeah. his voice from home home recording uh, tape. Yeah. Uh, but they they were able to use AI to really clean it up, to fill in the gaps, to auto tune it to whatever they needed to do. And what they what they did is they also re released two compilation albums from the Beatles where they used that same technology to go back to early songs where they didn't have as many multi-track recordings. So you'd have like drums and bass and vocal on the same track. Yeah. And you you would have to engineer it a certain way, but you can only, you can't extract those things because they're on the same track. Yeah. Yeah, right. Now they've used AI to do that. Okay. So, a, I mean. Let's see, that's pretty cool that they can use it for those purposes. It is, but it's it's, it's also very scary. scary. It's very yeah. scary. Yeah, because it because then you don't know what you can trust anymore. Right, yeah, exactly. That, that's and, my issue with it. And we've run into that with music for the last thirty years, right? Ever since the rise of digital recording and auto tune, like you don't know if that's actually their voice anymore. Right. You know, can they hold that note? Can they actually sing the way they sing on the record? And some artists, you hear them in concert, and you go, "Absolutely not." Um, you know, Brittany, I'm looking at you. <laughs> is one example. Though I don't even th- feel like Britney could sing on her actual albums. No, 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 no. no, no I didn't. Uh, her voice was not impressive to me. But there's other artists out there who do that. They make, you know, like uh, who is? There was one more recently where they they showed her live and she was just absolutely terrible. She was out of tune and flat the whole entire time. And it may have been just like one re- one bad day. It's not, it's not just pop stars. It's like pop evil guy can't sing in in, in person mm-hmm. either oh yeah 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 
Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. It's it's a scary thought. I really need to go listen to the Beatles stuff, the new Beatles stuff. I've just been scared to listen to it. Isn't it weird to say the new Beatles stuff? Yeah. I mean, I every time I hear it, I'm not. A, everybody knows I'm not a Beatles fan. I just don't get it. But to hear those words, it's like it's just so foreign to hear that they were number one in the UK. Yeah, the Beatles. I know the Beatles and the Rolling Stones were both both just released new music. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The Rolling <laughs> Stones just released a, a I, full oh, album, and the Beatles released a new song. What year is it? I know. It's weird. That's amazing, though. And then Mariah Carey's coming from with All I Want for Christmas is You. Break her I out mean, of the vault, baby. She's coming. Well, I've already heard it. She's Are a... B- yeah. I avoid Christmas music. 100.3 WNIC. It's already here local. playing oh, yeah. Christmas music. 24-7, baby. Jesus. Didn't they start on November 1st? Yep. Or, yeah. or first or second or third or something. I think it was that Friday. Whatever that Friday was. Mm. Ugh. Mm. All Christmas, all the time. Yeah, my, tree's, my tree's already up. Decorations so out. Let's it, go. If you're listening to this, all seven of you, when do you do the Christmas thing? Like, when does your Christmas gear stick in? Does it is it November first? Is it is it earlier than that? Is it December first? Mine is personally December twenty fourth. Oh, I feel the Holy Spirit rising. Yes, in is the Holy Spirit Mariah Carey? I don't want No, that was indi- it was indigestion. Okay. Underneath the Christmas tree. He's, he's, he's nailed it. I just want you for hey, hey, Nick. I think Nick, Nick, is, Nick is doing 20. We want people to listen to this show. Like he's doing 2023, Mariah Carey. Yeah, <laughs> Make my wish come. See, but here's the thing. This song, this is absolutely her voice when she recorded oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Back then. Oh, yeah. You might want to pot that down because. It's about to get live. Well, no, no we're about 30, to get, we're 30 about seconds. To, we're about to get hit. We're about yeah. to get hit. Copyright yeah. And she'll come after us. We were, oh, under, yeah. we were under 30 seconds. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's actually, you know, that's her voice. Yeah. That has 1.5 billion plays on yeah. Spotify. All, all between November 1st and January 2nd. Don't matter. She's still loaded because of it, right? Yeah, she doesn't have, she doesn't have, have to release do an album because of, ever again. Because of that. She'll never, I mean... It's it's ridiculous how number one every year. Don't be don't be haters. Is that the okay? Did we talk about this on an episode before or like a Christmas episode? But uh, is that the last new Christmas song that's a, that is a stone cold classic? I think uh, we have. I don't know. I think Carrie Underwood has released some stuff, but I'm uh, talking no, like a classic. Like that is an all time Christmas that you'll song. hear in forty yeah. fifty years. Red off, the ro- red off the road. Red nose. Rudolph right the Red Nose. Yeah. yeah, thank you. But I mean, if you put together ten Christmas songs that are absolute stone cold classics, classic That's versions, on there. you're talking like six, like Bing Crosby, uh, Johnny Mathis, Elvis, and Mariah Carey. I think that might be the last, the most recent stone cold classic. Is Christmas that reflective song. of the? This sounds weird to say. Is that reflective of like the the early nineties, mid nineties, where was, was where Christianity all of a sudden is gone? So they're not releasing Christmas music like they used to, right? Now Christmas music oh, is very generic. I think. Well, they're still releasing Christmas music, but I think it's so generic sounding, secular. It's secular sounding that I think it's lost its appeal to. I, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to figure out how to word that. I, I just think that there's feel like so much content out there that it's hard to grab onto and. Lack of, I don't want to say creativity, 
lack of impression where there's just not that song that's going to grab you. Originality? Yeah, originality. Maybe if Taylor Swift put one out there, I'm sure it would blow up right now, something original. There was a, um, there was a, who was it? Kelly Clarkson song. That's a Christmas song. That's a good one. Oh, 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 oh. um, Let me see if I can find it. It's a good one. It's not great. It's it's very good. Yeah. Let me see, because I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because that's that last one that kind of hit my ear where I'm like, that's not bad. Yeah. Which one was that? Was that... Underneath the underneath the tree, or I think you're right. Was it was it this guy right here? Hold on, let me. You know what? Zoom in. Yes, yes, this is yeah. a good song. This, this could. This, what's the name of it? Underneath the tree. Oh, it's a it's a good bop. Yeah, this is a good bop. I could see this sticking. No. Oh yeah, this is this is definitely a mainstay. Say that and it's out, got though. a Christmas feel to it too. It's got that. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is a this is a mainstay on Christmas radio, but I'm talking. It's not. It is not Mariah Carey level, like classic. Yeah, that's know, a good one, though. You know what makes me want to die right now that we're talking about Christmas? It's, it's a holiday too, season, it's baby. It's too early, baby. It is not too early. Way too early. No, it's not. It's not. My house is filled with the Christmas spirit. Yeah. <laughs> not a sound sign of it here. <laughs> I mean, next time you come at my house, uh, it might uh, be filled with Christmas stuff. We'll see. <sighs> you guys are gross. Yeah, we are. Have you guys got down the down the the YouTube wormhole before you watch one video and it just takes you to another all the video? time? Yeah, I don't I don't do it very often, but this morning because I was trying to kill time because I was up way too early, I started going down the the uh, wormhole a little bit, mm-hmm. and it was, and they were completely unrelated videos. But have you guys watched many reaction videos to songs? Yeah, I have, yes. Okay, I've seen those. Um, I have too, and here and there I'm stuck with a video, but this one I stuck with. There's there is a. a Reaction channel called Wolf Hunters out there that was reacting to uh, in loving memory of Alter Bridge. And it was just fun to watch the guy's expression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just mentioning this because it was really cool because you could actually see him. He's never heard it before. Allegedly. Then he just, and then he just starts smiling as it goes on. And, yeah. And you could see that he's, you could watch the journey, him listening to it and really enjoying the journey. It was about Mark Tremonti's mom. He wrote a song about his mom dying. Mm-hmm. And just like, it was actually, it just stuck out to me this morning. Yeah. Where I watched this guy step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just thoroughly enjoy the song just through the expression on his face. Yeah. It was cool. Those are cool. My only thing with those is I don't know how much I can trust them now. It's a hard. I That's agree why with I you. said when he said he listening to it for the first time. I said allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. I like, believe this one. Well, okay. it's like when people. There are some words you, it, you can believe. Like there was one I saw 
before where the guy was hearing in the air tonight by Phil Collins for the first time. I'm Come like, on. Okay. Yeah. Or well, another one. Like it's, it's like in the ether. Or it's like, not even like. It's at Meyer when you're at Meyer. There was yeah. a Bohemian Rhapsody was another one. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And certainly there. Okay. So, it, and the one I watched, it was a black man listening to these. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe. Oh, you don't believe him because he's black? No. Wow. Wow. No, like maybe in black <laughs> culture, depending on today. where you grow up, you're not listening to the music that the, the white boys like me listen to, right? Jesus but Christ. you'd still. No, that's not. No, no that's, that's not bad. That's not bad. He is white. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't know. There's a lot of singers I wouldn't know from black culture that they'd be like, how do you not know this singer? Right. And it work, It probably works both ways. Name one. I, that's the problem. I, I can't. I, I, can't. To, I was trying to get you. I know you were. You, you Michael know. Jackson. Jodeci. You don't, you don't, know, you don't know Jodeci song? I do know. Okay. No, well, actually, I, well, I would. I couldn't name a song off the top of my head, but I would mm. know it if I heard it. Okay. Okay. So anyways, when I hear those, I sometimes don't believe them. I, I'd say probably a lot Alter of times. Bridge, I, I could buy. Yeah, but I just watching the guy's reaction, though, I believe him. Because you could see he was reacting actually to the song and, and just enjoying the journey of this emotional ass song. Okay, so my thing with the reaction videos is how choppy they have to be for copyright. Yeah. So do you have to, at like every 30 seconds or every like however long, you, that he has like, to like pause it and do some sort of critique. Talk about it, yeah. And then keep going. And it. I get it, but it's you don't get the full song that way. You don't get the full song, but I I do appreciate them. I've I've seen plenty of them. I thought there was something on YouTube where it's fair use law where you can you you can use it for some. I thought there was something on there. You can but use I, it if you're not capitalizing financially off of. Oh, that. that's maybe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But you all, but if you are, you there are certain rules that you have to. Yeah, yeah. When there's a, there is a um I don't know the name I can't I can't name the channel but there's a, a father and son. We duo. get it done. I don't know. Where no. father and son give us a call. Speak okay. Put a pin in what I was just gonna say. <laughs> so Rob is wearing a Harmony House shirt. Yeah, and I think it's made by the same people who made. I have a um, a couple of Detroit shirts mm-hmm. that were made. I think by the same company, We've and they about do. This. I know, but <laughs> I want. I, is there a father and son's shirt? Oh man, I would love one. Remember the grocery store, Great Scott. Give me one of those. Oh. I would love a father and son. Father yeah. like and a, son vintage shirt. Let's see. Nick's on it. Okay, so pull the pin out. Yeah. Uh, Tis not. But anyways, continue. Father and son duo where they listen to full albums. Okay. And they go track by track. Oh, and that's it's, it's, cool. It's still the same sort of thing where that you can only play a certain amount of it. But I, 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 do, I do get into the reaction videos a little bit on YouTube. I like more, have you seen the kids react? Yes. Where they put them on old computers or like old video game systems? Those are good. Or they they listen to like 80 songs or 90 songs or grunge or new metal or whatever it is. Well, now that's like they listen to boy bands from back in the 90s and they're like, how did you ever listen to this? And I'm like, okay, yeah. let's listen to your crap. Well, cut it out, nerd. I watched one of those you were Do talking about and it was kids reacting to corn back in the day. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, these people are so angry. Why are they so angry? I'm like, kids. Let me give you the story. Yeah. Well, you're too young to hear the they, story. They, why. they didn't listen to the song Daddy. They listened yeah. to more blind or something Got like that. Got the life. Yeah. Or uh, Shoots mm, and Ladders. Mm, mm, <laughs> Anyways, there's that. So wh- what led you down the wormhole? Where did you start? I started. It's always interesting where you start and where you end. I don't remember. It's like suggestions 
And I'm like, eh, I think I started with Anthony Jeselnik, mm-hmm. which is weird because then in suggestions it still had that down there. And I'm like, eh, why not? It's a good song. Mm-hmm. And then I watched this guy and I'm like, this is really cool. Nick had never seen Anthony Jeselnik before. This is a comedian. That's a little pre show watch. That's yeah, fun. until today. No, that was fun. What'd you think? I laughed yeah. very hard. Who is your You're favorite? Canceled. Who is your favorite stand up comedian? Currently, currently or all time? Currently. Gotta be current. I couldn't even tell you. Really? I'm I'm not like I'm I'm terrible with names. So I couldn't tell you. Uh mine current favorite stand up comedian is Bill Burr. Second is uh I like that Dane Cook fellow. I feel like he's up I and like, coming. I like Taylor Tomlinson. Oh yeah. I think she just got a show. She I think she's awesome. Yeah. We could talk about that too. But yeah, she's she's great. I watched her special on the plane when I was coming back mm-hmm. from Orlando. She's funny. Yeah. I do like her. Now she is a, she is young. She just turned 20. thirty. She just turned thirty. Just at her thirtieth birthday. Wow! So and she's getting a she's, late night mm-hmm. talk show. She's coming on after uh, after uh, Jimmy Kimmel, right? No, she's on CBS, right? After uh, Colbert. Colbert. Uh, okay. Yeah, because she's taking over for uh, Corston, right? Yeah, James Corden, who was a a DB, which is. Part of the reason why he doesn't have a talk show anymore. Language, young man. I know. I know. Defensive Goodness. back. He played defensive back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I uh, just by judging, I don't think he did. <laughs> I'm going to guess he did not. Wow, way to body shame. I'm not body shame. I'm 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 skill shaming him. Yeah, that's good. He has no football skill. He's got musical chops though. He's a good singer. Oh yeah. He, you can't. You I can't don't know sing. how well that translates to the football field. No. Did they say how? Long until her show comes on, because they, they I just announced it. Yeah, it was just announced. I'm assuming I don't know. it would be in the fall, For like the, next fall. Yeah, because yeah. they're going to have to like build the set and build up a set list and everything. Is it going to be the, kind of the same thing as James Corden? Or are they going to be sketch based? I hope or? they would do something differently. Um, I don't know. I it, just by personality, I think it'll be better. Okay, Taylor's awesome. She was just here, wasn't she? Yes, the two nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I was, well, not, I was cool. not able to go. So she'll be the first female talk show host in the modern era, right? I mean, yeah, because when's the last um, on on what network? You mean like network for late night uh, for network? Because Busy Phillips had a show. Yes. Um. The uh, who's the? Uh, there's a there's a it was Samantha B has a show. Yeah, but uh, those are more like who, Daily Show sort of feels, right? Like I'm I'm talking like an actual straight I just, up. I think I think. Um, Chelsea Handler Chelsea, had one. That's the one I'm thinking of. Chelsea Handler had one. But Chelsea Handler's show and Busy Phillips' show. Billy, Busy Phillips' show was more like a late night show. Okay. It did not do well. I think mostly, I, I'm not a Busy Phillips fan. Yeah. Uh, but hers was more like a traditional late night show. Okay. Not good. I think Taylor will do significantly better. First name basis? There's like another it. one, mm-hmm. A Little Late with Lily Singh. I don't really know that one. Um but that's one of the talk show hosts right now, too. I mean, they've been pl- It's interesting. It's interesting the uh, inherent sexism there is in late in in talk shows, where the men are on late night. Yep. And the women were all on Daytime. during the day. Yep. Exactly. Like uh, I mean, Kelly Clarkson has a talk show. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Ellen, talked- Ellen had a talk. Ellen show. Ellen had a talk show. Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah, um, I didn't know. Rosie O'Donnell, the, the View. These are yeah. these are all daytime talk shows because yeah. women stay home during the day and prepare the house for the men. Oh, traditionally, 
Wanda, Wanda Sykes used to have one. Oh, it only, that's right. It only lasted a year, though. Yeah. Um, but it's isn't it? It's interesting to to see like how many how many male daytime talk shows were there. I mean, there's Doctor Phil and the Steve Harvey has a, a talk show. Who's Donahue? <laughs> no, those were different. But those are all yeah. like those are all like Maury uh, Povich. But those are like Maury. basically Maury. like tabloid magazines yeah, that, on, yeah. on on TV. Exactly. Very interesting. Busy Phyllis was busy tonight. That's what hers was called. That's a fun name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, less fun of a show. <laughs> yeah. So get a lot. She hasn't. Are you familiar with Busy Phillips' work? Uh, my wife is a fan. She was in Cougar Town. She wasn't is. She? Busy Phillips has an interesting sort of cultish following. Yeah. Yeah. She does. For someone who isn't like. She's not super popular, like, overall. No, but she's known. But she's, within the people that she's known, she's loved. I think it's because of her her uh, her uh, social media presence. Oh, yeah? Okay. Is she super active on it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess, guess so, because, like, someone like my wife, there's no reason that she should be as, like, a big a fan as she is, <laughs> or mean, so she, was. Did she watch Cougar Town? Did oh, you? yeah, she was a big Cougar fan. Cougar okay. Town, I can't talk today, guys. Well, she was, on, she was in Freaks and Geeks back mm-hmm. in the day. Uh, ever, God damn that show was so. She was in Dawson's Creek as well yeah. for a while there. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did she do? I'm trying to think of what else she really did. That's it. I mean, and scene. Yeah. Oh, she was in ER as well, oh, which is I probably took, why your wife loves uh, her. That's uh, true. She was in ER, and then Cougar Town, of course, was uh, I mentioned that earlier. She was in later season ER, right? Yes. yes. Later series, season yeah. five and six of ER. Oh, that's. That's still, well, that's not that's that not, early. That's yeah. early. I that's, mean, there were like 11 or 12 seasons. There's like, there were quite a few wait, seasons. Wait, I could be yeah. wrong. I, I lied. I lied. She was in 2006 and 2007, so the show went off in 2009. So she was late. Oh, season. yeah, late. Okay, I was going to yeah. say. She was late, late. Can you tell me how many seasons of ER there were? I'm uh, just curious. There oh were God. 15. Okay, so I, I, was, I underestimated. You know what's crazy? is seasons of ER. The second season was their most viewed season at 35.7 million Clooney. viewers per episode, right? Clooney, baby. He was dreamy. The final season, 9 million. That's still good, though. That's still phenomenal. By today's standards, that's great. Um, By today's standards, that's an all-time show. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the season 13, they were still averaging 12 million viewers a season. In 13. Well, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's but, impressive. Uh, it really... It's really not though. Just remember, there was absolutely no streaming. Well, the last season over twenty million views was two thousand four. Season ten had twenty one million people per episode. But I mean, streaming is only really within like the last decade. Decade mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that it's really affected television ratings. Ooh, that had Mackay Pfeiffer in it as Doctor Pratt. I remember. Oh yeah, yeah. That season, the season 10 was, you had Carter, Weaver, Pratt, Corday, Kovac, and Abby Lockhart. Oh, yes. <laughs> Doesn't Abby get killed? No, that's more a tear. No, she gets killed. She gets killed Spoil- and away. Bro, spoiler she alert. She gets stabbed, right? Yeah, it, yes. it ruins Carter for a while. Yeah, it does. He goes on a binge, yep. a drug binge. Spoiler Susan alert, gentlemen. I used to have Holy such smokes. a crush on Susan Lewis back in the day. Dr. Lewis, like in the early seasons, oh, I loved her. Oh, mm. Gosh, I loved her so much. Awkward silence as I think about how much Oco, I love that. Taco. All right. <laughs> we should move on. From... 
<laughs> we should move on from that. We are. This is definitely a potpourri episode. Oh, I don't yeah. even know how to describe this episode. Like, if this episode was, it's a potpourri episode. So what scent of potpourri <laughs> would this episode be? Ass. Ass. <laughs> That's not uh, funny. Should we move on to uh, literally anything else? Finalizing our review of Battlestar Galactica. I wanted to cover one thing because okay. I, I want to talk. Do about we do this. that in the second half of the show, Nick? I will literally say no one cares. We're there, my friend. <laughs> but the Fall Guy trailer. I had no idea this thing was sneaking out. Yeah, and, and it's based. See, I, I'm not familiar. I'm so not either. It's based on a TV show from the '80s called The Fall Guy. Mm-hmm. It, it starred Lee Majors, Heather Thompson, and other people. And it's about a fall guy, about a, a stuntman mm-hmm. who actually. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's uh, Bounty Hunter on the side. Nice. And comedy ensues. It's just a charming show from when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. One of the best opening theme songs, which I'm, that's one of the reasons I'm disappointed you don't know this show. I might, I don't know the show. I might know the theme yeah, song. Yeah, so it, he Hold actually. Hold on, I'll pull the theme song. Keep talking. There we go. Thank so, you, buddy. And I had, somehow, this slipped my radar that. There was a movie coming out starring your guy, Ryan Gosling, as okay, fan me. Colt Seavers. Oh, okay. I know this. I know this song. And that's Lee Major singing it. Mm-hmm. What? That surprises me. It's no. so well sung. Get to the chorus. The chorus is the jam. You have you have absolutely no room to critique anybody's singing. Yeah. But. Apparently, they're doing an updated version of the song, which he references Farrah Fawcett and things like that. So it'd be interesting to see how they update the song. I'm really interested in this movie. I have hope for it. It, it uh, Fall Guy was a f- well, great show when I was a kid. It has two actor. It has two people that I'm absolutely in love with, and that's Ryan Gosling and uh, Emily Blunt. And, and I want to see it in spite of Ryan Gosling being in it. How dare you say that to me? Who do you think you are? What gives you the right? Ugh. You are the ugliest human being I've ever met. I'm aware. I'm disappointed. Speaking of which. Speaking of ugly. On YouTube, from our friends over at Talk Talk Punch, one of their hosts wow. said. Who are not ugly. No, Who are not ugly. They're not ugly. Wow. But they said, they're commenting on us and being in different seats to say, it doesn't help that Joe and Rob look exactly the same. When Joe's clearly better looking than I am, so you should be You insulted. look exactly the same? No. You're back in your normal seats today. Thank you, we by the way. Oh, yeah. Up. We did mess that up. We did. Yeah. You did. I'm honored to be to be look to look the same. See, as I you. thought that was an insult to you because you're better looking than I am. I think we're I think we're equally ugly. <laughs> no, because you're not. Uh, that, I disagree. So, Brody, get your eyes checked, man. I disagree. 
Ryan Gosling, though. Mm, and Emily Blunt. Oh, gosh. I love Emily. Anyways, moving on. All right. Oh, All hold right. on, hold on. Before we go to BSG, I think we have, we, this, somebody, somebody in Hollywood listens to this show. I I know it. Because we have, we said this months ago, many months ago, that they should write, they should produce a Zelda movie. A movie based on, the, and this was when the Mario movie was getting produced, and we were talking about leading up to it. And we said, "Why?" I mean, we've we've mentioned Metal Gear, we've mentioned the Legends of Zelda. Can you mention Metal Gear one more time? Metal so Gear. Hollywood is listening. Yes, a Metal Gear movie. Actually, scratch that, Hollywood. I would like a Metal Gear streaming series. Mm-hmm. Yes. Movie would not do it justice. I think it almost has to be on HBO Max because that seems to be the one that puts out the best content consistently. I think so. They got a good uh, director as well. Wes Ball is directing it. Um, but the right people from Nintendo yeah. are, are li- involved. Shigeru Mi- Miyamoto. Yep. 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 Really? Mm-hmm. Nintendo is going to partner with Sony to distribute. Um, interesting. It is. It, it. I mean, it has already... The, what, the, the, the world, the universe, the... Well, it's built Cinematic. itself. It's, it's, it's already just, built itself. It's just We've like d- Metal Gear. It's mm-hmm. built itself. And we talked about and it. So they, who, thank you for listening to us, Hollywood. Well, and by the time they announced it, they had already been working on the script. So the script had been worked on for a couple of years. No, we, we we had influence. Like when you kill people when you say they have diabetes and stuff, we, we did get, this. We get shit done. I do. I do. Which reminds me. Where's it at? Where's it at? Diabetes. Yeah. Diabetes. You got to be more timely with those, though. You do. You got derp, derp. I miss that song. I do miss the derp, hey, we have a derpy derp derp question of the week. I was thinking about, so when I was thinking about I how our a, show is going to go. I do have a derpy question if you want to do it. I have one. Let's get the one. music. We are producing content on the fly, my friends. I was going to save it until next week, but I got it. Or I Patreon. With Patreon level? Question? It could be. Well, if you were listening in the first half of the show and you're really interested, maybe Patreon is for me, but I don't know if I should. Here's a little test, a little taste for you. So I was listening to the radio this week and they asked a question which I thought was weird. And apparently, I may be the weird one. So this is a question for everybody listening. You can respond as well. You can text us at 734-494-0980. Mm-hmm. You can also leave a voicemail there. You can. The question on the radio was, do you poop with your shirt on or off? Oh, I heard I, this, I heard this I heard one. This yeah. So do you take your shirt off when you go in the bathroom, do your business, put it back on, and come out? No, I never do. Why would you do that? Are you a monster? Specifically, if you're female, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> well, females, I would assume it's more common because you wear the, the like the, the jumpers and all that. You would have to take that all off to go to the bathroom. Jumper? How many? How many? I don't know. So I, women I've, wear jumpers I've, all the time. I've never thought of it. I'm gonna keep. It, I'm gonna get off this t- your tangent. Mm-hmm. I'm a shirt on guy, but then you listen to John Jansen, who's a local radio host who played for the Lions. former NFL offensive lineman. Yep, and then people start calling in and texting like, "This is common." Joe, you didn't answer, by the way. None of us answered. It was, well, I, you just did. I just did. I did. And I and said so no way, but I didn't want to interrupt you. Yeah. So it's, I it's, don't care. Do you poop with your shirt on or off? Do you take your shirt off to go poop? Do you ever poop with your shirt off? Well, I mean, I have. Yeah, I'm sure we all have. And it have. feels awkward and uncomfortable. I Because when if you're getting ready to get in the shower, you strip down to go in the shower, and you're like, well, i got to go to the bathroom before I go in the shower. Surprise yeah. poop. 
Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah. I, and then it's just awkward. I feel very exposed. So I, I have well, always what I'm, I'm looking forward. Is it gonna be the oddball? Well, I, I have always been a shirt on pooper. Yeah, uh, but I've pooped with my shirt off before. But like, I don't mean with my shirt off like it's already off and I have to go to the bathroom. I've removed my shirt to no. To poop before. Did the situation call for it? Was it like, no. oh, this is going to be rough? No, it's just, I don't know. It's freeing. It's freeing. All right. All right. You're going like, to catch a little breeze to the nipples, and it just, <laughs> it just activates something, and that it, it sends like a, like, like a charge through the rest of your body to send, to like vacate. It's, the premises. Yeah. Yeah. Now, funny, funnily enough, my brother, when he, was, when he was younger, when we were younger, he would always poop with his shirt off. Interesting. Does he still do it? Uh, I I could not tell you the last time I watched my brother poop <laughs> or was around. I don't think he does anymore. I think that was a, something he grew out of. Uh, as a regular practice, I'd be concerned if you're always taking your shirt off. A lot of people on the That's radio like, claim they do. I don't get that. What are you worried about? Are you worried about I, getting flakes on your shirt? It's like maybe they're flexing so hard. It's just they don't want to rip their shirt. I don't know, man. Are they wearing super long shirts that might tail off into into like the bowl? You know I, what I, I mean. See, I just but imagine. then I just pull it up, right? Like yeah, that's worried. why at that point just take it off. I just imagine it'd be like a t-shirt. Like I'm wearing this thing, and I'm yeah. Like, I just feel like I want to. I'm already exposed on the toilet. I want to be nice, warm, and toasty. If I take off my shirt, I'm going to be chilly. I don't want to be chilly on the toilet. So do, you, what, do you poop with your shirt off in the summer? Are you like a summer shirt? <laughs> no, 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 no. I always have a shirt on. I don't want to be chilly on the toilet. You don't always have a shirt on. Well, not always, but like I just said, when I take I a think shower. summer. I think summer. summertime would be probably when I do most of my shirtless pooping. This is clearly the quality content <laughs> people come here for. Hey. Well, this is a this is a like a little to preview fair, into what potential Patreon please, membership. Please call in or text us about this, and we will keep you anonymous if you'd like. We don't, oh, no, you know, we will out you. Yeah. We will be outed. We'll put out your address and everything. We'll notate which times you're typically a pooper at. <laughs> Do you, are, you guys, are you guys a regimented pooper, or yep. is it more willy-nilly? Um, we'll, live life on the edge. Yeah, I'm a, I don't uh, usually after my first coffee in the morning. That's <laughs> I don't drink Systems coffee. Systems are a go. On a, so there are seven days in a week on average. Jesus. We're all used Over, under, number of times you poop in a week, six and a half. Over, under, over. I'd say under. Over. There's days where three times before lunch. I always say this. My, my, my body is very efficient. It uses what it needs, and it does not waste... <laughs> See, much i've had so ever since i had my gallbladder out my stomach is just tore up so it's random i have no idea yeah so gallbladder does that leslie has the same issue yeah it's just surprise and mm-hmm. so might yeah. be some days it's over or under six other days other weeks no not, okay. no he's other, saying for the week yeah, for the week other weeks way over yeah okay we got you all right can we move on from this patreon.com <laughs> slash keeping up with the kardashians we are five. we are selling this bad boy hard today yeah we are we are all right, well, we're gonna we're officially closing the books on Galactica, Battlestar Galactica. Hell yeah! I've never been happier to record an episode. Uh, as you know, last nine point five. As you know, last week we reviewed Daybreak parts one, two, and three. And if you listen to our review there, our reviews were you know we we enjoyed the episode. We had some we had our issues with it, absolutely, mm-hmm. um, but we still enjoyed it nonetheless. Um, and if you if you followed that episode, you know that I kind of deep. Uh, 
said the rankings overall we gave for the series and everything. So, like, if I go by Daybreak, um, Rob was the most critical of Daybreak by far. He gave a four, seven, and a seven. I gave a six and a half, eight and a half, eight and a half. The four was uncalled for. I Which think, I did get crap for on the internet as well. Yeah. As you should have. Yeah, you should have. And then, uh, Joe, you gave a six, eight and a half, eight and a half. So, um, wait, who? Can you read any of the crap that you were given? I think it was on YouTube. Wasn't on um, YouTube? Maybe I got a message about it. I don't know. Hmm. Um, well, regardless, I'd like to know how just how accurate it was. Um, it might have been a direct like a DM, or it was on the internet one, or on YouTube one of the two. Okay, it's warranted. I mean, four is outrageous. Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't good, but it, four is four is garbage. Four is like four is not garbage. Like, to by Nick's by Nick's grading scale, five is okay. Four is like I, no. I'd never have to watch that again. Six is okay. I'm just saying what he's kind of established. Five is like me. Yeah, you trust. Go by what Nick says. I see. Uh, so some of the ratings, some someone called quoted on there that they gave my rating of Daybreak Part One, Two, and Three was a nine out of ten, and they loved, they loved the uh, element of Starbuck being an angel or the lack of addressing God. Really? They, yeah, they like that because they don't they don't explain it, and they actually like that. Sometimes things should be left unexplained, which I agree to a certain extent. It just didn't work yeah. for me here. Mm-hmm. I would. Do you know who that is? Can you say the username? Because I because if, uh, if they come back, a shoe four two zero three. Okay, because I would have has have you watched Lost, and I would like to know what your thoughts were on the Lost finale because there was a lot that was unexplained, and it just when it comes to shows like like this with a, a real sci fi element to it or just straight up sci fi. I don't I didn't I don't like things being left unexplained to that degree. That was like Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Yeah. I don't know. That was like a big, a, a big one for me. I can get that. I can get that. Uh, someone else also quoted in their fun fact Bear McCreary actually worked out how to get a seven digit sequence out of his arrangement of All Along the Watchtower. Which is really cool. That is really cool. Like mm. for the jump coordinates. Yeah. That is really cool. I think that was I do Bear like that. McCreary's first work. And now he's a big, uh, big composer. He does a lot of stuff. He was the guy, he does the God of War series as well. Oh, really? Which the music on God of War is oh. incredible. Yeah. Um, uh, he, yeah, he's good. He's really good. Um, Okay, so let's dive into the review of the series of Battlestar Galactica. We've had four seasons of it, and if you recall, um, each of us kind of, you know, we we hovered around overall reviews of each season. We hovered around the seven, like the first season, all of us gave high sevens to, except for Rob, high six. Rob gave a high six. Season two, Rob gave a low six. Uh, Joe and I averaged around a seven. Season three, uh... Uh, right at seven for me and Joe, Rob, you were at six, four and season. That's my height. Season four. Um, I was at an eight. Joe was at an eight. Rob was at a seven, two. So each season, Rob was consistently the lowest is what I'm getting at here. 
Um, so it's obviously Rob did You're not be blasted on the internet again. Thanks. Rob did not enjoy Battlestar Galactica as much as us. To be fair, hold on for you. That's a seven, dude. I was going to say, to be fair for you, that's still a good rating. And if I were to quickly, I'm going to quickly jump to the DS9 ratings. I think you are, you tend to be a tough grader. I am a tough grader. You have high expectations. Um, I wouldn't call him a tough grader. I think he just hates everything. No, That's not far from the truth. Yes. So like DS9, Rob, you were consistently, your final ratings are right around 6.5. 5.98. Every single season. Season six, you were barely a six. Um, season seven, you were a six two five. So I think we were much, either we were much harsher graders on DS nine, or because it was new content to both of you, it causes you to grade a little bit higher and different. Like that I wonder be, if when you watched DS nine, you gave it a little more. Like you were a little harsher on it because you've seen it multiple times, and that's his all-time favorite TV show. Exactly, not just Star Trek. Yeah, TV show. So to be fair, you've rated overall DS Nine or uh, Battlestar Galactica higher. I've been waiting for him to bring this up. I've been Mm. waiting for him to bring this up. Higher. This is a spicy take. I like this. I clearly liked it less. Let's examine. Let's (laughs) examine. You watched it at a different point in your life too. There's also. it's different shows uh, to me. Like if you're it's watching, a different feel. if you're watching a comedy, like uh, say if you watch Community, yeah, that's a different grading scale than a Battlestar Galactica or, or DS Nine. Or Community would be a different rating scale. I think you got to compare it to another comedy, so it would yeah. be a different rating scale than I wouldn't say Office, but what would be Seinfeld? Seinfeld. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like a multi sitcom camera versus a one one camera sitcom, yeah. right? One with a laugh track, one without a laugh track. They're judged differently. Um, and they have to be. Uh, so, yeah, I get that. And get plus, that. DS9 had a lot of filler episodes in there. Yeah, How there, dare you? Yeah, there was only... Like The Visitor? Oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, my gosh. I have a 1 out of 10 on a DS9 episode. Prod- the Visitor? Prodigal Daughter. That was that was a piece of crap. I don't remember that one. So uh, where isn't that where O'Brien's well, kid gets oh, lost? In that time? was Ezri, right? That was an oh, Ezri. that was Ezri. Yeah, Ezri right. goes back home. Goes back home to. Oh, nah, so, we're good. Nah, we're good. So bad, so bad. All right, so dr- diving back into Battlestar Galactica here. I'd rather talk about DS Nine. Yeah. I know you would. I know you would. We have four seasons of it, which I feel like for a show of this of this nature, any more than that would have been too much. I can't watch another season of them running. Could you have watched another season of them running? Uh, they, run. you're, you got a good point there. I think it was. A, I think it was a fine number of seasons. Yeah. If they, I I don't know. I, I there were some storylines that I think they that could have used a bit more more fleshing out. I liked. I I was very intrigued by New Caprica. I did love the New Caprica storyline. I would have. I would. I don't. I don't know if you mentioned if there was a movie that fills in the story between the year, the year jump. Yeah, a little bit. The plan does a little bit, but I wouldn't mind Not seeing a, a little bit of that story told. Yeah, yeah. We um, can watch it. We always could. Yeah, I mean, we have. I mean, we have some weeks where we could yeah, fill we it in a month if we wanted to. I mean, there's other stuff too. There's a prequel, Blood and Chrome, which is about mm-hmm. Bill Adama as a pilot, and then there's Caprica. About the first... I was going to ask, did you watch Caprica? I did. Okay. Was it still done by Ronald D. Moore? 
No, it was done by Jane Epstein. Epson, Jane Epson. Um, yeah, it's not great. Okay, it's not terrible. I think by the end of the first season, when it, after it got canceled, like they had started to find their footing. Like the first couple episodes are like a slog, and then by the end, you're like, okay, I could see where this is going, and then it gets canceled. So, oh, so it did get canceled. It was a series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caprica. Oh, um, hmm. and it's more of a drama. It's bef- yeah, it's, like, be- it's before the alien attack. Okay. Or the Cylon attack. Yeah. Uh, it's about the guy, Daniel Greystone. Isn't Elias, who, the guy, the villain from Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, one of the, the families in it? S.A. Morales? Yeah. Yes. Yes. He's an Adama. He's great. He's an Adama. I'd be uh, interested in that. The grandfather of Adama, or the, the father of Bill Adama. Okay. He's the father of Bill Adama. Eric Stoltz is in it, and S.A. Morales. So Marty flies in it? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it only lasted one season, 19 episodes, okay. um, which I think is part of the problem. Too many episodes. Um, you know, Gal- I, what year was that? Uh, was it right on the heels? 2010. So it was right on the heels because BSG ended 09. But like, so its first episode was watched by 1.6 million. Not bad. The final episode was 0.78 million. But, I mean, it was on sci-fi. It's not, a, it's not a huge loss, really? No, yeah. I mean, if, if you're starting, what was it, 1.6? 1. 1. What was the last episode of well, that's, that's uh, Galactica? Than, yeah. That's more than half your audience, though. That's yeah, true. Uh, Battlestar Galactica, let's see what we get for there. I think it was like 2 point something. Okay. 2.3 was a finale. 2.6. Yeah, I think you're right. but Somewhere me... around there. For the last two weeks. I want to say it was like 2.3. 2.3 for the final season. Dang. Good at this game. You are good at this game. I love it. 2.36 million for Daybreak. Um, and that's the only season that was, that we was, have the rate, the, the, uh, the numbers, the yeah. Nielsen numbers. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I Which thought is not, that's not bad. I, I actually thought Caprica was really cool because it explains what, how the Cylons get to believe in one God versus, you know, because. I mean, I can just kind of sum up Caprica for you because yes. what's the point? You know, we're not we're never going to watch it. I'm going to watch no, it. I'm, do you really? He said it. He's being sarcastic. Okay. No, he said it. Uh, I said a lot of things. Basically, the guy, his daughter d- dies. Spoiler. And, he, and he's trying to figure out a way to bring his daughter back. And he's the guy who creates this ro- the robots, right? The Cylons. And uh, he puts his daughter's, like, he somehow downloads her brain waves into this Cylon. So she becomes the first Cylon figure and she believed in one God versus multiple gods. So that's how she spreads Mm. it to all the Cylons and the Cylons, you know, spread from there. So the whole thing is about him trying to bring his daughter back to life in a Cylon body. And the end boring, the the series finale ends with her waking up in her original body as a Cylon, like like a a new heart, like a hybrid body almost. Yeah. So, so Mark Six or whatever model number. Yeah, Mark I don't eight. know, but but there's no war in that episode. There's no war building up at all. In fact, actually, it's about how the Cylons came to be trusted and how human like humanity came to rely upon them for everything. Also covered in the Pandaverse, South Park. Okay, well, what was AI taking oh, yeah. over and humans becoming, oh, yeah. becoming dependent on it? Nice. So. Uh, four seasons of Galactica. We all agree that it probably shouldn't felt have gone, like eight. <laughs> shouldn't have gone on any longer than it did. 
Um, so would you be able to go back and say what your favorite season was? Four. The yeah, final I'd say, season? I'd say four. Because yeah, it was yeah. ending? Yes. Or because it had some direction. Like it knew, like it was leading towards the final story. Um, I don't know that it was... I don't know that it was because it had direction. I just thought the storytelling was incredibly compelling. Yeah. In season it, four. Like they were, they were, season, was it season two or three that was really the slog fest? The, season the one that three was started off really strong because that was Caprica. And yeah. then in the middle, it just yeah, dropped. Was, Poopy. So season four was like, okay, they were telling stories. We were getting advancement in storylines we were getting more character development it was story with a purpose it was story with a purpose and there yeah. were there were outcomes and decisions of weight yeah yeah i and agree and i don't know. i I, I, re- I thought season four was really good i thought i liked season one too season one the very first season I yeah think so. that's you know you had uh despite some of the uh, videography challenges and well, the way it was shot, yeah. Especially in that first season was brutal. Well, season one had you know like like it dealt very specifically with how they survived. Like it had the one the water one where they ran yeah. out of water, they had to find water. Thirty three where they were constantly on the run every thirty three minutes. Litmus where it was the military trial that was a good. That, one. I love that that, that we both loved. You liked it uh, quite a bit, but not as much as us. Um. You know, uh, gosh. I think season one really, really did a good job of setting the table for some yeah. of the storylines that we would become pretty and in, pretty involved, emotionally invested in. Yeah. And get some payoff on. Yeah. Over the course of the season. Yeah. It w- that was a season where it was at every turn. Baltar was just red flag, red flag. Red flag. Every, we like, and everyone's the- like, Baltar, you're amazing. Baltar, you're amazing. Yeah. And then by the end, everyone hates Baltar. So you finally got your payoff where everyone, no one likes Baltar. Everyone distrusts him. He never they, died, though. He yeah. never died. Son of a bitch. Okay. So Although we did get Gata, so. You did get Gata. And, and uh, Callie. Yeah. So it's pretty funny. The other day, um, I was on. And Zarek. And Zarek, yeah. So would you. Well, Bastille okay. Day, that was another episode. You would, get, you, would you rather trade those three deaths for Baltar? Yes. No. Yes. No. Really? Yep. No. Yep. Wow. No, how dare you, sir? Give me Baltar's head on a platter. Oh, no, I think Baltar, I think Baltar and strongly. No, 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 no. I think he... I think he so you don't like, think there was any... Pay, uh, you don't think there's any payoff to Baltar? Like any... Screw him. I thought it... it, it not, not as much. No. I thought there really was. The guy goes from being an incredibly selfish individual to, to finally a doing a selfless act at the very end. Well, one. We... Yeah. Again, it again. does it well, and this goes back to what I've said. Can you be a total prick your whole life and then have a moment where you turn around and all of a sudden everything's forgiven? We only saw a moment again. Yeah, I, is he going to be a good guy the rest of his the life? The answer is no. Yeah, but I also I I said this last week. I question the decision. I th- I think there is a little bit of I'm going to go out a hero. I'm going to stay and go out a hero because I don't want to live anymore. No, because he could have he could have left, and and that would have been a, a very selfish act, right? To leave and and basically guarantee your safety or or whatever. Yeah, or you could stay and fight as a selfless act, quote unquote selfless act. I think he I think he wanted to go out a, a quote unquote hero. I mean, I don't. I, I think did. he's a bum. I I did, I I liked at the end. You I, would. 
his final line where he says, I, I was know. a farmer, you know, and he starts tearing up like he's realizing who he was and like his whole life was a lie up to that point. I like that. I, that's what I think it was. Oh, yeah. Chewing out your dad, yeah. denouncing your upbringing in your life. That's and not then who, you're like, he, who he I was. I was a farmer. No, you weren't. You weren't no, you a farmer. Weren't. You came from a farmer. No, he was a farmer. He's a bum. <laughs> Dirtball. Yeah, well, anyway, so, yeah, it looks like. Walter was awesome. Kidding. Oh, that's like. <laughs> So the other day, though, I was on YouTube and I found uh, a series. I and I wish I could remember the name of the YouTube channel. I can't. I'm sorry, but it was a uh, like two people reacting, watching Battlestar Galactica in real time, and then reacting to it. And they started mm-hmm. from season one and went all the way to the end. And it Copy was gets. just. And they every <laughs> once in a while they would show some scenes, and they were showing the first time Gata and Adama talked on the series, and it was just kind of funny to see because Gata looks so young, and he's like so happy. And then by the time we see Gata leave the show, man, the guy looks like crap and he's miserable. Um, and, uh, yeah, and uh, it was just, it to me, what always impressed me about this series. He had one less leg, too. Yeah, he did. Uh, and uh, one less heart because he got it blown away. Um, what impressed me about the series was the amount of character growth you experience and, and how characters who were villains became the good people and how the good people became the villains by the end of the series. I really admired that. I thought that was really good character growth. Like you're saying how they, they grow into something different, like a villain into a good person or a good into a villain. I thought that was an incredible character growth without leaving. Like there were good people who grew into they stayed good. Yeah. But they still had, like, uh, is it Hilo? Yeah. I think Hilo had amazing character growth. Yeah. and he, But he never really He strayed. never left his lane. Yeah. He was the moral compass of that show, more so than Adama, in my opinion, because uh, he, Hilo would always go to doing what is right um, and what was the, the morally right decision, more so than the... Um, than the pragmatic decision, like tactical Adama, decision. the tactical decisions. Adama was all about the tactical, right? He would sometimes let his heart be involved, but it was always tactical where Hilo's like, look, what's the point of us surviving if we're not fighting for, for saving people? What's the point of, you know, what's the point of humanity if we're not doing the right thing where Adama's more about, no, it's all about surviving. Um, so I loved Hilo. You're right. He did stay in it and he never, I don't think Hilo ever made a questionable decision in the series. I think he was really consistent with yes. his moral with his moral center. And I appreciated that because people who have a strong moral center generally are pretty consistent with it. Mm-hmm. Well, especially when we saw in the series you see Pegasus where where they've let their their moral center moral Love compass Pegasus. go away. Shout out Pegasus. Yeah. <laughs> Pour one out. Uh, and you've seen other characters. I mean Lee kind Lee for the most part, Lee, is, but I mean, his whole affair with Starbuck was kind of like, there, you know. That's season three or two that's arc what, with him was, that was terrible. That was season three. Terrible. The arc with the love triangle with it. And, or, and the hooker and everything. It's just, that was weak. Yeah, that was not great. That was not no, great. I, terrible. I appreciate, if you can work in. You hated Lee for sex, like four episodes. Not when he was with a sex worker. <laughs> if you can work those in, do it. Take him to Riza. Make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Get that Horgon down. Uh, that so, was was that the woman? No, that wasn't the Woman King. I can't remember what episode that was with yeah. the prostitute. But I just thought it was a hilarious premise. <laughs> yeah, he just and out of the blue, it was it was that, so that was, out that, of pocket. Honestly, that that was a Star Trek move. That's that's the issue with it, right? Yeah. It it did a standalone. But it was so episode. out of pocket. Like 
it, there was no lead up to that, and you're like watching this episode, and he's in love with the sex worker. I'm in love point, with a hooker to the point that he's like wants to be with. I'm like, where did this come? Where did this come from? He left. Listen, way too many Wyclef albums. He, maybe. I mean, maybe it's gonna happen. So, so for the most part, though, he was pretty stable. He lost it. It actually feels like the season we didn't like the most was because Starbuck was off the rails, and that was season three, where she completely oh went off the God, rails. She was a- terrible. Uh, and we were almost hate-watching her every every second mm-hmm. she was on the screen. Not you, Joan I. Oh, I was too. I, I didn't like Starbuck either. I just didn't. I, I knew where her arc was going. See, that's kind of the thing that I ran into. I knew where these storylines were going, so I'm like, you know, just be patient. Do you, th- it all makes do you sense. have a... An episode or a moment or a decision that was pivotal where it, it, it pivoted the show into what it became. Because I have, I have one where it's almost like not two different shows, but where the tone changed. Mine, mine honestly would be the whole thing with uh, Pegasus, the, the standoff with the Pegasus mm-hmm. um, and the decision to put, put human morality over the survival of humanity. And that's kind of where it diverges to me. Like Pegasus was all concerned about um, survival of humanity, getting revenge, where where Adama was concerned about taking care of people and taking care of his crew. And I think to me that of his fleet, taking care of his fleet. So Peg, that was Pegasus. That was uh, season two, episode like ten. See, I would say there's truth to that, but then season three undid that to me, and it's season four where it got me back. I get that. I can understand that. Okay. What about you? I think you know what I'm going to say. When Gata dies? Gata dies? No. It's uh, <laughs> when when Gata turns in Rosalind for cheating and the... And the oh. To me the that, turning point. Oh, that's when a the, turning point. Of that, to me, that's the a turning series. point of the series because everything after that is just bleak. You know, that's a really good point. If that decision doesn't happen... What happens with that? What do happened? They, yeah, do they get away? I mean, that and that second season, that is... Um, That's towards the end of the Lay Down season. Your Burdens. Yeah. Part two. Where he, where is, that he, the, is that the finale or is it... That's the finale. Okay. Yeah, because then we do a flash forward mm-hmm. after that. We don't know if they even settle on Caprica if, if, if uh, Roslyn's president at that point. No, she's not on Caprica. Well, I'm saying... We oh. don't know if they settle on Caprica if she's They don't. Yeah. On New yeah. Caprica, they don't. Yeah. They, they, they move on. They go there. They do a quick stop. Mm-hmm. Hang out. Well, and also, too, uh, let's say he doesn't win. Does he give that bomb to Gina, to that other six, which was a dumb oh, he's, move? Oh, he certainly does. I mean, yeah. More so out of retaliation. Yeah. I still don't understand that de- I, decision. Well, he was trying to get her to love him, right? He wants to be wanted by her. Yeah, he didn't see that she was going to blow up the ship. It's still a stupid move. Uh, agreed. It's Let me give the nuke. Cylon a bomb. Someone asks you for a nuke, you say no. <laughs> There's a red flag built Wait, in hold on. Question. Can you say that slower so I can write that down so I don't forget? Hold on. Let me just uh, new, ask for a nuke. <laughs> hey, if someone asks you for a nuke, just no. call me. I'll tell you it's a red flag. <laughs> that is a red flag. That's a that's a good point, though, it about really a is. turning point in the yep. series. I, I could see that. And you're right. It does take a tonal shift and it also sets it almost sets it up for the end game right there mm-hmm. because now now they're really desperate like they've been abused and battered by the Cylons I mean I love you know speaking of that like 
Turning Point could also be Exodus Part Two, where you know the Galactica drops in. I love that that's scene. A, that, yeah, that's a standout moment. And the, the guys are shooting out of the tubes and the Raptors, or in the Vipers. That was cool. And but then you lose the Pegasus, so you go from having the strong fleet to now the Galactica's weakened because it dropped in the atmosphere. I think they bring that up in the fourth season. Yeah. Like, yeah. It you, can't, a, you can't drop in the atmosphere and expect some repercussions. Yeah, it. exactly. So that could have been a good turning point as well. The rescue of the fleet, bringing them back together. And then we have the best episode of all time, the boxing episode. Ugh. I wonder if you'd appreciate the boxing episode. I would more rather now. spend 10 minutes in the ring with Mike Tyson than watch that. <laughs> would you rather watch again? that episode or necessary evil from DS nine. I don't remember. I'd rather watch scrubs. Wow. Would. Okay. I'm really curious though. Like I understand how much you hated the episode. I wonder if you would hate it as much now knowing where the series goes. Yes. Yeah. Probably more. Yep. <laughs> so, cause I remember hating it a lot on my first viewing and the second time around, I'm like, yeah, it's not as bad. I don't know why I'd hate it more because I know that there are better episodes and yet you're making me watch this one again for I mean, some I reason. I wouldn't make you watch it. I wouldn't make you watch it. I don't know. You, I, I, in my vision, I'm like like hostage taped to a chair. Would you say that was the worst episode of the series for you? Uh, or would that be hard to remember? What that'd the be worst hard to remember. Hard to... Well, if it's I look at these ratings. It's certainly, it's certainly in the running. Rob gave one a two out of ten. That was unfinished business. I, oh, that was the boxing episode. See? Yeah, the boxing episode. You gave a two out of ten. How is, the, how is Daybreak Part 1 only twice as good as that? They break part one just at the. I hated the the um flashbacks. The flashbacks. I thought there was no purpose for it whatsoever. The ending of that episode was great, but up until that point, I, I didn't want any part of it. You also gave Scar a two out of ten. What do you give Mufasa? <laughs> three. And you gave a couple three out of tens. Tie me up, tie me down. I don't Hot. really remember that you one. You had a six point nine. I don't remember Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down. I'm assuming that's... For the that's title a- alone, that was a 10, but then you had to watch know. the episode. Oh, Black like, eh. Market. That's the one with the stripper. Yeah. Or the, the, the prostitute. Pro- yep. The sex worker. Sorry. The sex worker. Yeah, because that's what that's what it is, man. Get it right. Bring on the sexy stews. Uh, <laughs> so I gave it a 3 out of 10. You gave it a 3 out of 10. Joe gave it a 3.5 out of 10. Yeah. Because yeah. there's yeah. sex. Yeah. Yeah, probably. There's potential boobs. The potentiality of it. Is that does what did great it. things better, doesn't it? It's, a, it's worth at least a half point in my book. But that's those are the lowest all of us have gone. Uh, unfinished business was pretty low for us. Um, Scar was low for you two. I'm trying to figure out where my lowest rating was. Ooh. Fa- okay. Uh, Plot, favorite flat. character and best performance. Adama. Both. Adama. Both. Both. Yeah. Oh, best performance, though. Oh, god! Over the course of the series. Actually, best character was Gata. <laughs> By far, Gata was the moral center of the show. Mm. Mm. Best character, Adama. Best performance. Best performance. Zach? Zach. <laughs> best performance, though, I would say Mary <laughs> McDonald is Rosalind. I, she goes through a lot. In so the does series. he, man. He goes through a lot, but man, she ends up dying of cancer. She has that rant, I am Spoiler. coming for you. That was <laughs> like, pretty sweet. Screaming at them. That was pretty great. I mean, like when she's intense and terrifying, she's what did she, what did she say? She's you use her my, like her eye teeth or something? My eye teeth. Yeah. Yeah. It's my last eye teeth. Yeah. I I just appreciate that because I learned what eye teeth were. Yeah, I, I had no idea either. Um 
but yeah, she's up there. My least favorite overall. Kelly. Of the main cast. Kelly. Honestly. Gata. Balter. No. Starbuck. I think it's honestly the chief. I don't think the chief does much. Okay. Because I had two turning points in the series. And ironically, one of them is in the series finale. It could have ended so much better if, if he would have just, just not choked her out. Killed her after, right? Like, let them get the silent. Yeah. yeah. He screwed it for everybody. He did, but he's in a moment of anger. But he didn't screw it for everyone. But are we really doing have... that over Callie? That's true. It's not about Callie. It's about the fact that he was lied to. And, and plus, uh, he went through some things afterwards. Yeah. And he was, uh, what do they call that? Um, Post-traumatic stress. Uh, when someone's lying to you, like making you feel like you're wrong. When gaslighting? You're not, like, gaslighting. He was gaslit the entire time by her. Oh, well. <laughs> Keep your hands in the juice and then don't worry. Keep your hands in the juice. So let's just get out of this and then you can just choke I think, her out. I, honestly, though, if they get that, what happens with the Galactica? It has, well, it might have had a couple more star, jumps in it. Yeah, the Starbase. No, wait, it still would have been screwed for the jumps. Yeah. Because it was the final jump that did it and they had already been blown to crap. Chris Goss made one of them jump, jump. So they would have only had one jump left. They would have had to abandon ship. They'd be in the base ship, the base star. Yeah, what are you going to do? So, But you're at a peacetime. You'd be in the base star. Yeah, but I, I don't think humanity survives. I mean, they were already falling apart, right? They had had the mutiny a couple episodes before. Half the people were in jail. Oh, so you're saying he, uh, Chief did them a favor? <laughs> I mean, he might and have. And you still hate him. Because I, I needed her dead. Do you really think... Yeah. But... ASAP. Do you really think <laughs> that... Uh, that Cavill would have honored a truce. No, I don't. He might have at first. That's, I do. He, that whole that whole Cavill thing still was too quick for me. Oh, I I didn't mind he that. He cowered. He cowered like a bitch immediately. He would. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not even that. It was. It, I mean, that part. Yeah, where where he killed him. Where he just blows his. Head. As soon as that things go sideways, he's like, nope, boom. But immediately when Baltar had his. Little, I, mean, I he, see angels. He angels really, in the outfield. He let, <laughs> There's Danny Glover. He let Baltar convince him. Hey, uh, I've been wrong this entire time. Gaius yeah. Baltar? Baltar? Best single moment in the entire show, by the way. That was your turning point that right was there. My turning point. That was my turning point in the when show. When they stopped trusting Gaius? Is that your single favorite line? That's my single favorite line. Mine is, get your fat ass out of my office. <laughs> Mine was, keep jumping. Yeah. Keep jumping. Get your <laughs> that was a good line, too. <laughs> there's so many there's a lot of good one-liners in this actually they did they do a good job with that um so mine would be i think mine would both be bill adama you were uh, but we were talking right before that turning points uh in the series so you said the one was when the chief I, choked her out well no no but i the main the main turning point is gata ratting the the uh election I, i'm out. sorry i didn't mean turning points like i talked about my least favorite character was the chief and you said yeah there are two things one is the there choking w- out but the, when i when i propositioned the question of what's the turning point those were my two things oh yeah 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 but okay. one was so late in the series it's not it's not fair. really a, it's turning, not really point, a turning, yeah. turning point it's just yeah things could have ended differently but the, to me the actual turning point is gata okay that makes sense but that my favorite character is bill adama and i i would have to say edward james edward james almost was absolutely stellar I don't, like I, I don't think he had a i can't think of a down moment he had yeah even like, in, acti- like acting wise i can't think of a he might not have been integral in every single episode plot line yeah 
but when when it when he was on screen, he was on it, every. He was absolutely amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'm even thinking about the one of the episodes none of us like was unfinished business, right? The boxing episode. Even in that one, he was good in that. He episode. was he was like the only good thing about that. Yeah, episode. he was good, and he gave that speech in there that he got too soft on him. He let him get too close, and mm-hmm. no more. Uh, you know, yeah, he does. He gives a lot of good speeches or just even like his drunken rage when he finds out that Ty is a Cylon and he's crying and destroying his office or when he destroys the ship again and then he brings it up. He's like, I got to keep putting this thing back together or something like that. Like those were good lines. Um, I loved his, I loved the chemistry between Adama and Roslyn. It was, it was a high point of the series to me. I wonder if. Ronald Moore knew right away that his end game was to put them together because how much they were at each other's throats at first, I could see them doing a whole series of them going to, you know, going at each other and, yeah. and yeah. carry hot. Yes. <laughs> I'd watch that. Don skin and max, but I could, That's on I, HBO max, but I could see them doing a whole series of military versus government. Right. And, and trying to weigh, but by the end they're, they're intertwined. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no like remember at first like the whole goal was the military's the military governments the government they will never we can't we can't cross that line like he made a big speech about that at first when the when the military starts policing the people then it's no longer has the need of the people at heart or whatever but by the once end of the, the once the government starts putting out yeah it changes things. but by the end like Literally, they they are sleeping in the same bed together. Like every yeah. decision they make is together, um, and that's also kind of part of the point that uh, Lee Adama makes later. They're like, "We're not a civilization anymore. We're a gang." <laughs> you know, well, by the end, they're not. They're they're fighting over something that doesn't exist. But at that at that point, I, I don't. I think it's. I don't think you're prioritizing things correctly if you're still. You, at that point. You're struggling to survive as a race, as yeah. a hu- as humanity. Yeah, let's get to a point where we're where we are uh, comfortable and established and reestablished. Then we can get back to okay separation of duties and and things like that. But at, at this point, everybody needs everybody to survive. Could this be an argument that democracy is kind of like a privilege? Like it's you, you can't have a fledging nation state with democracy because it won't it won't be able to democracy is a privilege well yeah it is a privilege but i mean like no like in the evolution of governments can you start with a democracy or does it have to start with something like you have to have a strong-handed leader yes to to set the tone i think you do and then you hand it over to the people we didn't i mean the united states didn't start out as democracy no and it well and even when it did struggled for a hundred years before you it finally still, got even, its act even together. Then you still have, and even then now we're struggling again. Even within a democracy, part of it is we don't have we don't have leaders within our democracy. We have people who are looking out for special interests. Now we do. We don't have yeah. actual leaders looking to make decisions for the good of the democracy. Yeah. No, you're hundred percent right. It's it's decisions for what they want mm-hmm. or what they think So mm-hmm. even within you still need leadership you still need decision makers you need someone who's self selfless hmm. well i'll do it would you actually no no i, I could never be a political leader i couldn't there was a time in my life where i was 
actively trying to get in the politics and i like i was i am running i was applying for jobs in dc and everything like that and um, in hindsight like i'm glad that never happened was this that night that you got black up and went blind and you're just blindly applying blindly applying i had a political (laughs) website at one point you did yeah this is like way 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 long time ago uh, where you were telling women to get back in the kitchen? Absolutely. Gosh. Nice. No, I do not endorse it that would, viewpoint. We were joking. We were joking. We were joking. Nick wasn't. I was totally joking. Well, Nick hates. Nick hates uh, equal rights. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> the podcast no one listens to. Host ejected. So. The beauty of having no listenership is <laughs> nobody hears the shit you say. So here, now it's time for Jerry Springer's final thoughts on Battlestar Galactica. What are your final thoughts on Battlestar Galactica? Glad it's over. I'm uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. My, my final thoughts are it's, a, it's, it's definitely worth watching. Yeah. If you are even remotely interested in sci-fi, mm-hmm. uh, good storytelling, mm-hmm. or good performances, okay. um, nine nine point five out of ten. Okay, <laughs> no. I would say it, okay. Are you? No, I, I I liked it. I liked it more than I thought I did, mm-hmm. or I thought I would. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it was a home run every single time, but. The strong episodes are really, really strong. Some of some of the best, uh, some of the best television episodes I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. In, in a from a storytelling like a dramatic standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some misses, and even though there are some characters who I absolutely despise, I think that is also, I think that also points to good writing. I think, yeah. Okay. I mean, the show was was privileged to have Ronald D. Moore writing these storylines. Mm-hmm. I will say, I've never heard of it still. Okay, but I will say it was a pleasant surprise. Okay, especially after seasons two and three. <laughs> right, right. Well, more three, more three, more three for you because it yeah. was three is pretty brutal. Like in the middle, yeah, yeah. So. It was a nice surprise because I did I did enjoy it as yeah. much as people give me shit on the internet uh, for rating it poorly compared yeah. to you guys and talking shit about it. I don't think you didn't though. I didn't think I did. No. I thought I, thought I was objective. I, I yeah yeah I'm critical of things, but I'm critical of everything. And you're also someone who says I don't really like sci-fi. Star Trek I, I like, but yeah. I don't really like sci-fi. I don't I, enjoy sci-fi. Like, but you I, enjoyed this. Yeah, I enjoyed I, it. I think he's lying. I, think, I don't like, really enjoy. It. I don't. Like you were aliens. the one who recommended Firefly. Yeah, I haven't watched it though. Yeah, I know. Maybe you recommended it. I've heard good things. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've heard more good things about Firefly than I heard good things about this going into it. You never heard of this show going into it. Exactly. Never heard of it still. <laughs> but one of the things that stood out to me about well this show is more so the performances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very pleased with, well, with uh, even um, Trisha Helfner, uh, yeah. Edward James Olmos, uh, Jamie Bamber, all these cats did yeah. great jobs. And, I was very pleasantly surprised how much I liked Adama. Oh, yeah. Bill Adama, to be specific. Yeah, as a captain. As a captain, as an actor, um, as a, a determined dude, I, I dug it. So mm-hmm. 
Uh, I also was surprised how much I still hate Baltar. Yes, I'd trade all three of them for Baltar. Mm-hmm. I know many people who are like that, like to this day, where they're like, he is the worst character in the history of television, which also makes him the best character because they're still talking about him, right? Yeah, like and, it's yeah, and it's I a sign of good writing. Like the moments when the the the, the um, Battlestar dropped down on the planet and had to shoot out that was yeah. that was freaking cool. Yeah. There were some nice, very cool moments in it. So I was very pleasantly surprised by the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. is Baltar the worst character in the history of television? That's, that would be a fun. That'd be a fun conversation. Well, you're about to watch Wesley, so we'll see. And mm-hmm. that would be like a characters you love to hate. After yeah. we do Next Generation, we could do characters that the worst because you got Plansky, you have Baltar, you have Shelby. Sh- Shelby's not bad. No, who's the admiral though? Uh, Nichev. Nichev. Yeah. Okay. Wayun. Wayun's great though. Not really. Oh, Win. Kai Win. Kai Win. Kai Win. Okay. Kai Win. I. Ooh. This is a good one, Ducat. He's a he's a pro Ducat guy. He's a pro. I love Ducat. Yeah, <laughs> what's he doing wrong? I don't yeah. get it. He's, he's got some deep thoughts. He's a man of the people. Um. Okay. So my final thoughts on Battlestar Galactica. Um. I I think now that this was my second or third time, there's a little bit of romanticizing what I had seen in the past, right? Okay. Because, like we said, season three becomes kind of a slog in the middle there. Um. But again, what always keeps me coming back is the incredible acting. It bl- it blew me away, actually, going back to what you guys have been saying, how great of a job Trisha Helfner did, Edward James Olmos, Mary McDonald, uh, uh, you know, uh, Lee Bamber. Uh, gosh, I can't remember. Jamie the- Bamber. Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> Lee- Jamie- Combine the two. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. You know, like all of these actors and actresses. Um, I can't, you know, all of them. There was not a single person where I'm like they're do they're not a good actor or Starbucks? actresses. I think even at her worst, she was good because she played an unhinged character well. Where you're like, man, she is just unlikable. That was the point of her character. That's the reason I'm asking is because she played the part well, but what, did it side on the on the verge of being bad acting? That's, no, I don't. I don't think it did. I, personally, I agree with you. Okay, but I'm just asking. Okay, I, I get it, you. I think it did. Okay. Okay. But ultimately, why I think this series was so great then, why it's good now, why it will be good 30 years from now, is it's a great, if you want to talk about what the American psyche was in the early 2000s after September 11th, this is the series to do it. The xenophobia, the fear, the, the, the mistrust of one another, the, mm-hmm. the, the politicking, um, the, the deep conversations on the morality of suicide bombing. And this is a series to watch, right? This is, this to me is why I like sci-fi because sci-fi can ask those really deep, hard questions without feeling preachy, right? You watch some movies or TV shows where you're like, they're just preaching oh, for sure. Or they're being heavy handed. I never felt like Galactica was heavy handed with what uh, it was trying to get across. I thought they were pretty heavy handed with the Baltar is Jesus storyline but see i didn't feel like he was so i, think I thought maybe that, that's i thought where, they were but i thought that, they were pretty heavy-handed like and they were, they were they were trying to get you to adopt that okay but beyond that i i agree with you they may have i think they were maybe a little heavy-handed in how in the re, the religious angle with Balt, baltar but that's about it i mean but so ultimately um it held up really well to me is it 
my favorite series of all time? I don't know if it is because I don't know if I could like this isn't something I could go back and rewatch over and over and over again. Maybe some episodes I could, but you need the background to watch them. Like, oh, I would really love to watch Exodus parts one and two where the Galactica drops in, but I need the buildup to what gets them to that moment where it's such a cool site where the Galactica drops mm-hmm. into the planet and you're like, hell yeah. You know, like I need the buildup to those moments. I can't just drop into them. Um, um, cold Turkey, you know, I need something more. So great series. I'm really happy. Uh, I'm, I'm so happy. We watched it. So happy. Never heard of it. So happy. Oh, so I got no, no more favors. For unrelated you. to Battlestar and all this other stuff. Kind of going back to the first part of the episode. Uh, I talk, something I wanted to bring up today because I, I forgot about it. But I was on the east side of Detroit. East and, side, and I happened to be at Duluth. Oh yeah. And yeah. so I, I bought a pair of the Duluth jeans, and I'm wearing them right now. Are you? Yeah. With the extra so, crotch. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. Here. Can you guys hear? Yes, oh, I can see him. Like, you can see it right. Joe, Go ahead and put your legs up. Joe, Go. I need to look, this right look at the crotch. So look at the crotch right of those. Here. It has it. It, it has, has like a, a like a boner pocket. Yeah, it's like so you could. Yeah, ex- yeah better movement. You don't better have movement. He's saying he's he's yeah, showing his. Right here that kind of gets in your. He, he's yeah. yeah. They're so comfortable. They're very comfortable. And look. Oh, he, the butt oh my gosh, he is modeling, and oh yeah, they do. They have extra butt pockets. Yeah. That's kind of a weird thing, but you get used it's to it. Like stretchy almost. Yeah. yeah, they're stretchy, but they're not. Yeah. The, they sit really well on the waist. Oh, they're so good. And if you notice, the hem on the bottom is a little bit thicker fabric, so it doesn't, like, tear or or um, start to curl up. It's great. So, to your point about... Uh, We're doing Duluth. a live read for Duluth. Du- <laughs> you know, I have tried to tag the shit out of them to, to acknowledge us, and they won't I'm just, I'm just going to email their marketing. Please do. Do Please it. do. Duluth. Sit about while you're at it would show and put attached behind the pod. Yep. Yep. Because I think that's a pretty good endorsement. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, if you want someone who loves your product, who better than us? Yeah. Or me specifically. Well, that's true. But yeah, so you were talking about how much you like these jeans. And I had the fire hose pants, mm-hmm. which are fantastic. Loved it. Yeah. They're very comfortable. Very, mm-hmm. very, very comfortable. Mm-hmm. This has been a great. This has been a great day. You guys admitted to liking Battlestar Galactica. You got the jeans. Uh, I've been telling you. To never get. heard about it. Never heard it. Shut up. Never heard of it. Sorry. Shut up. Well, before we get out of here. Oh, and Ty. Ty grew a lot. Ty was one of my. Oh favorite my characters. gosh, yeah. we didn't even talk about him. Yeah, we did him. Just. Michael Hogan. We, Michael Hogan. Big fracking deal. Big fracking deal. Big. Fr- oh, and then we lost. And then we lost the greatest deal. character of all time. Oh, Billy. <laughs> Oh, oh. Ah. gosh, what a missed opportunity to bring him back as one of the Cylons, though. You know what? What a missed opportunity to bring him back in a flashback. I know. Oh, Billy. If you're going to flashback, flashback to Billy. Think about what a good Cylon reveal that would have been instead of Ellen. If like if it was Billy the whole time. Billy. And then it's Bill, Bill Adama or not Bill Adama. Bill, what was his last name? Billy. We, Billy, Billy. Bill. It was Billy. <laughs> Billy, 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 Billy squared, Billy, BSG, <laughs> Billy Kaikaya, Kaikaya, Billy Kaikaya. Made up. Yeah, I mean, Billy Kaikaya. It's all made up. Yeah. Oh, Billy. Nobody. They never said his last name in the show. I, I guarantee you. No, I don't think they did. But Ty, Ty was awesome. At Ty the was incredible and uh, just great. Just, and he was the high point of season three. Actually, he was because that was when he was. 
uh, coming in, like realizing he was a he, Cylon. Well, Capra, or, well, he doesn't realize it until the well, Caprica was a high point for him. He kind yeah. of dipped down when he's going through all his little oh, uh, Ellen's dead thing. Yeah, his yeah, post traumatic stress, whatever. But then he came back as soon as him and Bill hugged it out. But even then, like him and Starbuck were like a team and they were like after the world. Like, yeah. think about their relationship, how much they hated each other in the first episode. Like, the it starts with them getting into a fight playing, playing cards. Like, she punches yeah. him. Um, and then by season three, they are bros for life, right? Because they were active in the resistance together. And Word. Bros before other bros. Yeah, so never bros before Joe's. Great, no, great character growth. Oh gosh, see, good relationships, good relationships. Um, and I would have Adama as my captain anytime. Over over Cisco. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we... I don't love Cisco. I love Cisco, mm. but Adama. I don't know. Cisco, Cisco can cook. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Ooh, yeah. that is a. good to be fair, on the Galactica, you were eating algae. Well, like, that's, to be fair, Cisco would have found a way to, to uh, fricassee it or something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Plus, hmm. Cisco can call me old man anytime. I like that they're both called old man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he like, there's called, both old man. Like, he did. Like, Cisco called, called Jadzia yeah, old, old man, man. But I, I, I appreciate that there was an old man in both of them. Mm-hmm. I think that's like yeah. the. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that was intentional by Ron Moore. Like, is a like, like a, a callback to? Well, dial him up. Yeah. I already tried. I so interesting. I tried, and the, I have a contact for Ronald D. Moore, and it's this. I won't out him, but he doesn't work for him. He doesn't work for the agency anymore. So I have oh, to, really? go, to go through another avenue. He gave me the the number two, or that he gave me the contact information. Who for, does number two work for? Yeah. Who does number so two? So now I had to re-reach out to somebody to give get, him hell <laughs> to get friend of the show Ronald D. Moore back so, on. Uh, just so you guys know, we have we have Joe has access to some way to try to get to their publicist. I've tried to hit him up on Instagram, which no one listens to, and I try Twitter. Yeah, so we're trying to get some people from the show on. We'll mm-hmm. we'll, we'll hopefully we're trying to get Lord Dex people on. We're trying to get anybody on now that the actor strike. We kind of went at it this week, so we're working on it. Grace Park does not do any. She doesn't do anything anymore. She really? doesn't do any sort of... Her publicist said she doesn't do any media or interviews or anything like that. She doesn't really. want to talk about... What was that show she was on just recently? Million Hawaii Little Five-O. Things. Hawaii Five-O? Nope. Or A Million Little Things. Oh. Uh, yeah. Million Little yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Good for her. So, yeah. She's over it. Good for her. Yeah. Anything else before we wrap up? Yeah, this. Uh, <laughs> ow! Gosh! Son of a... God! <laughs> was right in the calf. It was like the side of my calf. Oh. Hey, this is a promotion for Nerf rival guns. Oh. They uh, have little balls. <laughs> little squeezy balls. <laughs> Hit the toy time theme. <laughs> oh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, but follow us on Patreon. Follow us on keeping underscore up underscore. Yeah, this is on Instagram. Follow us on all those things. Subscribe. I, I'm here. That helps us out a lot. If you subscribe and yeah. maybe so, tell so a friend s- or two that you don't like. Subscribe. Like our videos. Comment. Smash that like button. Yeah. Smash that like button, y'all. It's right you don't, have to, you don't have to smash it. You can... Where is it? It's, uh, it'd be right here? For every time you smash the like button, you get to smash Joe. Right here. Nice. Nice. But thanks <sighs> for keeping gotten, up with we've us. We've gotten zero likes. <laughs> 
Thanks for keeping up with us. Thumbs down. We love y'all. So say we all. It's over. Never heard of it. It's over. Bye. We did it. <laughs>